Good morning, BGC. And yeah, what's up with the hat, Scotty? What's up with the hat? It's Saturday morning. This is extra chill. Yeah, man. I don't know. I told you I was getting really fucking high. I'd go around New York and I'd smoke little joints by myself. And yeah, I saw this hat and I was like, yeah, I think I need this thing, man. What do you think, man? I pull it off. I think it looks. It looks good for cold weather, so it's kind of like you're keeping the style with it being really cold out. If you're outside, yeah, it could work. It's nice, man. It's nice. It's high quality brand. It's from it's from Chinatown. <laughs> it's XQ brand, high quality. <laughs> how many it. different styles do you see when you're walking the street in New York City? Like, how many? Mm. I mean, you got to see like maybe a hundred at least like just walking three four blocks <laughs> different styles and types of people Ooh. that's pretty a lot of diversity there right i was talking about that last show or what was it, last monday or whatever just about the different yeah you see and dude there's guys that are multi multi-millionaires and they're on the same streets next to the homeless guy that's you know begging for a dollar it is very equalizing there it's interesting you look like a cartoon pimp or something. I think I, I can't yeah. figure out what's going yeah. on. There. This is this is uh, pretty pimpy. Isn't it? <laughs> that's my baby. I'm gonna need my oatmeal. You know it's how I do, baby. Wonderful, man. It's fuzzy <laughs> and wonderful. Something Randy Watson would wear, man. You know what I'm saying? Sexual chocolate. Cartoon pimp. Happy Saturday well, morning, guys. boys. Banner. Happy Saturday yes. morning to you, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, Brambo's in the studio. Yeah, man. Saturday morning, sir. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I got my weed on. I got my caffeine going. It's time to do it. I feel like that's a lime song. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened, man? What happened is the mother the mother-in-law isn't around anymore. So I first thing, no offense to her. <laughs> I can just sit in my living room and smoke a bowl and watch TV if I want. Hollow. And my carbon filters off and I play music at all different levels. Depending how many on the years, song. how many years your mother-in-law been with you? In this, she, been this I'm just going to let go. Like, I'm just going to let this be my incense for a little bit. This is like, <laughs> cool. I just cashed out. I'm just going to let that go. Nah. Um, a long time. My mother-in-law has been in our, our lives and lived with us on and off for like, I don't know, freaking... 18 years, 17 oh, years. Like oh, geez, man. I only got, I think, three years with my mother-in-law, even living in the same town as me. And she's getting the juve edibles, man. <laughs> I, I think she can handle it. She wouldn't want to handle a whole I wonder what would happen. She's used to like 50 milligrams, which is legit for her. You're going to green out, bro. Dude, what do you think would happen if she just greened out on 150 milligrams? Just, I'm telling you, all I could do was laugh on these things, man. It's just, I just could laugh and laugh and no, look, at, dude, I would my, look at my wife and I'd be like. <laughs> my mother-in-law got so high on tincture the one time, which she just has zero tolerance, that yeah. when she went down into her her room and her living area at her house in the basement, she got all paranoid. And then she came up and she's kind of angry because she heard us laughing upstairs. I don't know what you're laughing about. We were just having a conversation. It was you're Thanksgiving. Laugh at me. But she thought we were just laughing about her. She's like, why are you guys laughing at me? <laughs> we're like, no. You're no, we're laughing at you. Um, so anyway. I remember that yeah, from my early days of getting high. I used to always think everybody knew. I thought maybe that was something about youth, but what if that's just like something about early days highs? Because that's funny to hear an older person mimic my thoughts of being 13. 
Dude, when I first got high, I would think that I knew everybody. And I'd walk, I'd be like, holy shit, I know that guy. And I'd walk, I'd be like, ah, you're not him. Sorry, man. Sorry, wrong guy. And I would do it all the time, man. <laughs> I was sure I knew those people, man. So you're just going to keep wearing the hat. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Can I, can I pull it off, man? Come I on. Mean, if I, I like it. The robe, it just makes me look insane, though, right? Yes. Like, I'm going to look like a homeless person if I hang out right. this thing. Yeah. It is more, fuzzy and I'm ordering jammies here. <laughs> it's Saturday morning, man. Oh, Let me be all fuzzy, man. I love it. Hey, yeah. I do want to shout out, Scotty. I think you had, uh, I don't know if it was Bryce that sent you some stuff. This might ring a bell. Out in Australia, I got a care package from Australian DDC. What's up, Bryce? And, you know, you got the Milo energy drink stuff, I think, too, sent to you as well. Yeah, where and, is it, man? I still have that. I still don't really know exactly what to do with it, man. You mix it with you use milk, it, right? man. It's a malted it's like, milk uh, beverage. It, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of like an oval teen, maybe something with B vitamins. But then I noticed in Australia on the label, um, they have an energy rating. It says energy K K per J. I'm like, interesting. And shout out again, Bryce. He sent me some Brickford's, the original iced coffee syrup, which I'm going to try and figure out how to dilute to make some nice cold brew. Um, but again, man, so it's uh, 190 K per J. So they do kilos per joule. Kilo for, like, yeah, per I was about joule. to ask, does that stand for joule? That's some that's some high fluting stuff there. That's awesome. Wow. Where's guru to talk to us? Isn't that how they measure the efficiency of lights? Yeah, man? joules is all is the, that's how they measure any sort of energy level. That's the base level of any light or energy. Wow, man. Joules. Hey, I got a couple more before we hop into our, our, our chill hang to hear about all kinds of stuff. As your note says here, uh, guys, I look at the format notes. Happy Saturday, DDC. We're here waking bacon, and we're going to feel like talking about whatever we feel like. Which right. I like. This is, yes, whatever we <laughs> that, feel like. That's what, we happens get into what when you ask me to write the show description, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to shout out to. Uh, Bastard Pot and Mountain Bastard, both DDC producers, because they got together and did a podcast on episode 10 of the Pastor Pot Show. So nice. you guys go check out uh, two DDC producers hanging out and doing their own show. And check um, out me. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm on uh, episode 15. So check that out. We just recorded the uh, last night, I believe. Damn, how many has he got in yeah. the can? Yeah, man. yeah, shout out to Pastor Pot, oh. man. It's a cool guy doing some cool stuff. Well, it's cool to meet him in Oklahoma, man. It's always nice to put a face to somebody in the DGC. And uh, he's on Spotify on the Pass the Pot. Got a few more here. Soup the Gardener, OG. What's up? Holding down the happy hour for you producers every uh, Friday at 420. Fogwood and Terps. How's it going, everybody? Thank you, DGC producers. Dude, some of the names are awesome. You got to admit, Pastor Pot is a great name. Pass the Pot. It just sounds like you're saying, right? <laughs> It's awesome. Well, I mean, and it's not just like, and he's an official pastor too. So it's a little more deep even. So take it. However, if you identify with it and if it helps you, wonderful. Uh, I also have a few left, guys. These in my hand are the uh, Cherry Paloma S1 JR Token Cut. Ooh. As uh, Do You Write Genetics is giving credit there to the JR oh, Token ooh. Cut. Some feminized. I think I have like two packs left, maybe three Canadian DGC producers. Um, if you're listening, uh, hit me up over on Patreon. We'll see what we can get in your hands. I have some other do you write genetics too. If I run out of these, 
uh, Cherry Plum S1 Feminized. That has been a very sought after uh, piece of genetics there out in the comments. So to find those S1s, wow, that's high value. Canadian DGC, get on it. Well, $500 a pack. <laughs> Noah's full DGC, do your right genetics, just a, a great person, awesome grower. So thank you for that, man. Very generous to the DGC. So the kid's all right. Excellent, man. So what's growing on um, with you, Scotty? You're still kind of fresh off your New York trip. And uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Kind of fresh you, actually. <laughs> you, you were just talking about uh, the, the Milo. And it, you know what it reminded me yeah. of is Carnation Instant Breakfast. And that was from like the 80s or probably even the 70s. Yeah, kind of like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that. All right. So I had this kind of weird, not weird, man. It was actually, I think I heard it on a podcast. I didn't come up with this myself. But somebody said somewhere that if you go back, you think about how much innovation we have and how crazy things are and how... It is hard to take anybody serious with this hat on. It. All right, all right. <laughs> you think about how much innovation we had, and you're like, holy shit, it's amazing. Cell phones and the internet. And true, man, things like cell phones and the internet, crazy amount. Like, you could never have dreamed that. And I'll take, I'm going to take 70 years as a benchmark. So we'll say like 1950, give it a couple of years. It's like 1950 as a benchmark, all right? If you were to ask somebody, be like, could you imagine you'll have a, uh, a, uh, you know, a thing in your pocket that'll be able to talk to anybody in the world and get you the information from anywhere in the world? You'd be like, no, that's amazing. That's mind blowing. Shit like that would be mind blowing, right? I would agree with that. The 50 year benchmark. Okay. No. Even not, even, not even that big a one. I mean, you could have told me that like when I was in high school, that wasn't 50 years ago. I'd probably be like, whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that one's absolutely uh, staggering. I'll say that's world changing. But I couldn't think of a ton of other ones that were really all that world changing. I was like, and I, I think somebody, I, I'm telling you, this was, I'm regurgitating this from, heard this somewhere. But they were saying a car still looks like a car. You know, it's still got four wheels and a steering wheel and stuff like that. You turn it and it's got a gas pedal. It's not a flying car, right? And I was, I was thinking about this again. I was flying on a, the plane a couple days ago home. And if they go, oh, you're on a Boeing 737. I was like, I'm pretty sure my entire life I've been flying on Boeing 737. So I Googled it. And yeah, the first one came out in 1967. So fucking for the last 50 years, same goddamn airplane. It got a little bit. I'm sure everything got a little more efficient. The engines in the car, are still on the side. Yes, sir. Concept wise, I agree. I, I get into the car discussion a bit sometimes because I've always driven fairly old cars. Newest car I've ever bought was a 96. Right. And uh, what's the difference between your and, car? I'm like, I tell people. You, you have an what? older, you, you have a what? What? When is your forerunner from? Excuse or your me. Land Cruiser. Uh, land, so, so, land so sorry, cruiser. Land Cruiser. Sorry, man. Oh, jeez. Like the <laughs> official vehicle of diplomats worldwide, Scotty. <laughs> what year? What year? <laughs> it's a 96. FZ J80, please. It's an FZ J80. How close is it to my 2000 or 2020 Forerunner? Aside from my Forerunner um, shit, yours being luxurious. It's same as the uh, airplane discussion you were just having. It's safe. slightly different options uh, to a degree. You guys are. 
Yes, matter. Yes, you're yes. kind of glossing over the uh, auto driving cars aspect of it all. <laughs> but if I if I say that's basically a modified cruise control, right? They had cruise control in the 1976. No. Oh, come Buick. on! Oh, come on! That's way it's, beyond okay, cruise under, control. It's an upgraded cruise control. It's a cruise control that can brake. No. And now it can leave. I mean, not every car is self-driving, first of all. Cruise control doesn't let you sleep in a car. Oh, it does. It was just. Depends if you got something holding you in the middle lane. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just in my buddy's Tesla, experiencing this for the first time, um, my buddy that has, like, one of the nicest Teslas, and you can get that feature. You got to spend a bit. And he's like, here, here, dude, watch a decision make this intersection. I'm like, are you sure? And it's, it doesn't do as good as a human right. in an intersection with multiple cars, in there, but it'll do it. It'll eventually get there. Um, and you just called that a modified cruise. Con- modified cruise control would be like when you use a brick at the right weight on your gas pedal. But if I say to you in 1976, if I say to you, hey, see this cruise control? Um, man, they're going to have it in 30 years. They're going to have it. So if a car pulls up in front of you, it'll slow down. It'll maintain a distance between things. You'd be like. Oh, that's pretty cool, yeah, man. And then if you go, dude, and if you wait like 50 years, it'll be able to change lanes for you. You'd be like, yeah, but the where's the flying is, car? No, wait, hold on. Can't you put in a destination though and it'll just take you there? Okay, it's pretty cool. I'm not arguing. <laughs> no, I'm not arguing. <laughs> I, I'm not arguing that. What I'm arguing is it's, pretty big it's not, me. it's like recognizable. It's like, okay, so here's the exercise. Now go from 1950, 70 years back. You're a fucking steam engine. You're taking you're using wood to keep to heat horse. your community. Yeah, horse and carriage. You're going from horse. If you try to explain to someone in a horse and carriage what a 1950 Chevrolet is going to be like, and the gas is going to be on the right, and the gas is going to be on the right. Yes, you know what I mean. And you'll have brakes and the work like this. They'd be like, "What? What are you talking about?" You know, you to be riding a penny farther. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them bikes with the was- big front wheels. I was convinced, you said flying cars, literally convinced that, I don't know, up until what age, that I said, watch, when, and it was when I had my son, I'm pretty sure, yeah, so he was born in 04, that right. by the time he was old enough to drive, we'd have flying cars. I was like thinking right. Jetsons, maybe the Jetsons ruined it for me, I'm like getting too much. Yes, that's what, the, that's what 2023 was supposed to look like, the goddamn Jetsons, Can you imagine man. what a disaster personal flying cars would be? Oh, a mess. I can't even handle it. That would be a total shit show. (laughs) Dude, think about this, though, man. You go back 70 years from now, you have nuclear energy. First nuclear power plant was like in 1950. Dude, you go back 70 years from then, they are burning wood. The town couldn't survive anymore. Wood or coal. I was reading this book about energy, and it talks about how they can only, the town can only survive as far as the, the forest that they could cut. Once the forest got too far away, they went and made a town somewhere else where there was wood close enough. That's freaking insane. That's five gener- four generations ago, five generations ago. That's insane, man. You know, I don't know. Just and then weed banners like, how does it relate to weed? Though <laughs> is the weed today unrecognizable from the weed from you know nineteen fifty? Not in hash-producing areas, I would assume. I mean, if you go to the Kush Mountains of Afghanistan or, you know, I don't know. We were used to the reason weed well, sucks. Where so you would find a land race. Yeah, but I some mean, it's Kush. 
You know, would it, I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't be the same. It'd be well, recognizable. Climate change. climate change would change land race. What? What do you mean? I don't know. Just as the climate changes over time, it probably sure. changes. The, the plants probably change with it, no? I would think so. Well, you're not going to have the hybrids that you have now. But do you think that up in, like I said, 19... 1950, if you go to wherever the hell indigenous cannabis is growing, do you think that it's as good or better? No, no, definitely not better. Do you think it's comparable, recognizable to what we have dank flower now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As far as like hash goes, absolutely. And hash is another thing, man. I mean, I was talking to somebody about 1975, that cannabis alchemy book has butane honey oil in it. BHO is in a book from 1975, you know? Wow. It's pretty cool, right? Trying to make it, but you have to get ether, and ether is hard to get. Turns out it's explosive. It'll render you unconscious if you leave the lid off for too long, man. Yeah. It's cool. Don't you feel like the need to do that yourself here is kind of, that's one thing about being able to go to the shop. Right. Yeah. You let the pros do it. You have to buy ether. And you don't have to worry about it. I told you when I bought the ether, right? The guy got, I got all the gallon of petroleum ether, please. And he goes, I need to see some ID for that. I was like, he, and he goes, if you buy three liters, I don't have to see ID though. I was like, oh, three <laughs> liters of petroleum ether. It was so weird, man. <laughs> Can't believe it. It blew myself up. <laughs> Proud of that. They do that for bolt cutters too. Oh, yeah. That so. only in the, you're from New York, man. They got they had the bolt cutters locked up in New York. Oh, love it. Um, what are you talking on today? What am I actually banner? What am I what have I got today, Banner? Oh, you got uh that's El Chivo. What what is El Chivo? Who is this one? Yeah. Your buddy Chris? It's uh Chris is one of them names too, man. You can get away with saying it, right? Even if he doesn't want to be on the air, it's his yeah, buddy it's Chris, Chris man. Uh, <laughs> don't Google him, man. Don't Google him. How about you, dude? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. I think I'm trying to keep up with you, and it's going to definitely not. We'll see. Um, dude, I'm brain farting. This was my last harvest. Um, and what was the uh, the cross? I'm totally brain farting on it. It'll have to come to me. I'm smoking on my last harvest, though. Um, I finally got rid of, I threw out maybe about an ounce and a half of some stuff that I kept trying to get through. But like, you have such better weed that's a lot more fresh. And Remember the so mango I'm light finally days, think, man? what's that? Remember the mango light days? Uh, mango light, Mango yeah. light. That was your go-to strain for a little bit. It sounds, mango light? It just sounds like when they wasn't. It. Light? Yes, like it's going to be like a light weed. Light weed from dude. Mango light. You know, like for when you're at work and shit. If you drink light beer, you like light weed. weed. I like that. I think we got something there. All day. Eh? Oh, this is something from Kuzmas. That's what the strain is. I think it's got latte Larry in it or something. Um but yes, that was something from Canadian DGC. So that makes it all the better. Smoking some Canadian DGC herb on the show, hanging out and getting. I'm going to stop smoking it. <laughs> you need to pass that J yourself. It looks like you're going to get your too high state. Man, I did. Just I smoked the Juf weed on Monday's show. I was uh, just like, fuck, the words aren't coming to me, man. The thoughts aren't coming to are going in the words. 
And then at the end of the show, I was like, what am I doing? I smoke a joint all the time. It was the Juf weed, man. I smoked a combo of, of the Juf and the Big Word weed. The Juf. Well, the Juf weed was super moist. He, you know, he, you know, not everybody times things perfectly. He had some stuff where it's like, ah, oh, it's still, it could yeah. use another day or two. But dude, it was great. You know, that's what, like, I roll these tight joints and they smoke for a long time and they're cool. But uh, man, when you can roll like a loose joint to where it smokes, even if it's a little moist, man, it's fucking cool. It's a Burns skill. A little slower. Yeah, it's a, no, no, they burn a little faster when they're loose like that. Oh, no, no, I mean just because it's uh, wetter. Right, right. Um, dude, it burnt, you know, once you got it going, though, that's the worst when you burn a joint. It's just black ash because it's just incomplete, incomplete yes, combustion. Good, right? You got a nice white ash going there. Oh, this is delicious, man. This really has some flavor to it, man. Tiene sabor. Thank you very much. Did you notice the evolution since you're talking about things in history? You know, how we evolved here as bikers. You know, on my shirt. What what did you call that thing? The primate? No, but seriously, 100, 100, what'd you call the the bike with the big first wheel? Petty something? Penny farther. Penny farther, man. That's the giant bike with the the wheel because they didn't understand transmissions yet. You know, they couldn't, they didn't invent the (laughs) chain yet, you know? Direct drive. Yes. We should get one of those. Solid state. That would be cool. We'll get a little one. They call them tricycles, but still. What if you can get one one with knobby tires? (laughs) Dude would jump it. Change change it up. Get a a little advice for... uh, for my my, my son, man. He broke up with his girl of a couple years. Thank you for explaining. You explained no backstory to this, and I just saw something weird... (laughs) On the, I saw this on the format, and I was like, "Huh? Yes, did." Okay. Oh, I mean, is, I don't know. Is it too heavy for a Saturday? No, hang? no. It's fucking Saturday morning. I'm down to chill, man. Yeah, just kind of bounce it off. Of I kids. think this might have happened to a few a few people in the in the audience or yourself, Scotty. Maybe, yeah, not a, a breakup with this girl. He broke up with her. They're still chatting, hanging out a little. It's nothing crazy, dramatic right now or anything like that. But he. He co- comes home the other day and he's like, uh, yeah, one of my friends is like uh, already Sliding asking if maybe he can come stay over. Or maybe they should go uh, dirt biking. Together. Like, he's moving in quick. It's only been like a week. And one of his buddies is like all of a sudden all over. And I'm like, and he, my, my boy's like, F him. You know, I, we weren't really good friends anyway. I'm like, well, you broke up with her. So what are the rules? Like if it's, is, is no. it, is it, if it's a close friend, if it's not a close friend, is this okay? It's not rules. It's bro code, man. No, you wouldn't do it. No, that's not cool, right? Malone's going to take you to court. It's got to be a long time. I'd say six months to at least six months, I'll say, man. Can't be a couple weeks, man. Then you've been thinking about it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. What what are your thoughts, man, everybody? I say you got to be in a while, and it's still a douche move, man. Grambo, anything? I guess not. Uh, I think I like the idea, you know, it's like when you break up with someone, it's such a, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, so I'm single right now. If someone went after my ex, you know, I don't give a shit. If someone went after me, she doesn't give a shit. I think that's young people thinking, you know, I think the older you get, the more you mature with it and you're not really worried about it. But in this modern age of like social media, could you imagine in those early days of breaking up, like in the, like your high school days when you're really emotionally connected and you had to deal with all the social social media aspect of like watching oh them God. dating oh, yeah. and doing all the stuff. Oh that would God. be a nightmare. 
Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. You better learn to let go these days. Yeah, that that's hundred percent true. It is the, true. Uh, <clears throat> they broke up, you know. Yeah, I mean, video. Damn, that's a good question, dude. I don't know. DGC, what do you think? I think there's. I, I think it's a hard one to, to answer because there's a lot of variables to it. To, you know, to the relationship, to the friends, to this and that. But uh, I, <laughs> I stand by my son's decision. They're like, you weren't really good friends with that guy anyway, were you? He's like, no, not really. I'm like, exactly. So good, good, good riddance. Good to go. I had this happen, man. Yeah, my my brother-in-law. I found out through the grapevine that my brother-in-law dated my old college girlfriend after I'd broken up with her. And uh, it's still awkward. Like 25 <laughs> years later, I seen him, I, I seen him uh, a couple of days ago, and I was just like, hey, it's the first thing I think. That's hilarious. I, <laughs> I mean, that, I that goes to speak, less. though, how much those emotions in the early days, you know, they really, I, you're very stunned. They, it's hard in those early days. I couldn't have cared. I was so happy for him. It had been years since I had seen her, but I just heard, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. But then again, the other thing A lot thing of is, things. I knew a girl. I dated this girl for just a week or two. And we were friends for a long time. We dated for a week or two. You know, whatever. We were better off as friends. And then I introduced my buddy to her and he married her. And then he kind of looked at me and he was like, huh? And he didn't like, you know, he, there was always an awkwardness between us. After ah, that. that's fascinating. Man, and it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my ex I met dated a friend before me I had the same thing it's like it shouldn't affect me she dated him before me but now I don't ever want to see that guy <laughs> it's oh. weird dude we're weird humans are weird unconscious man oh. the male unconscious no good man. yeah it's no, no good. good no good uh, <laughs> it, it's also this geographical thing that's interesting right when you're I hope y'all out there listening watching or token a little packing up some freshies having some nice smelling jars on this weekend uh but i wanted to mention you can see like so my current wife her uh current uh, my wife? current wife her, <laughs> whole, yeah my only Whoa. wife my wife <laughs> what's going on inside there dude i like the way it's like you thinking. say it's like you say sky she doesn't listen to the show <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Anyway, um, if there was an opposite her, of listening to this show, it's what my wife would do, man. All right. <laughs> her one of her best friends uh, married a guy she dated after they broke up. They got together, and they all. It's all when you see that kind of happens, like when people that stay in a town um, after high school and like the people they usually start inter intermingling and getting married and staying within. It's like people that live around there geographically or went to high school with. What's kind of crazy, I thought about this this other day watching some Coast Guard rescue show and they're going to a town where there's like 110 people. And I'm like, what happens when you live there with like the dating thing? Or well, that's like, where those gold key clubs are popular, man, you know? What's that? The gold key clubs, you know what I mean? That's where they're popular. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can explain it. But Upside down pineapple, bro. That's all you got to say. <laughs> Now, dude definitely knows about that. <laughs> oh, dear God. Anyway, um, shout out to a couple of producers here, like Soup the Godna. Did I, is this a double shout out to Soup? I don't mind a double shout out to Soup. He deserves a triple shout out. Yeah, um, I think we got confused on the shout outs, man. <laughs> oh, we're doing, do, we're doing shout out squared because I see Fogwood and Hazy Roots. All good. Um <laughs> You can get some. You can't shout out some other DGC. Oh, you can always shout out the mighty J Maestro. Uh, and man, I was just hanging out with all sorts of folks today, man. 
you know, or last week, I should say, man. I could shout out Joof again. I could shout a like, big word. Come on, who else? Wolf Bud. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. Shout out Wolf Buds and Big Word, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf, Wolf Bud and Big. <laughs> I can't remember. All right, come on. What else we got, man? It's Saturday. I got, uh, I'll, shout out to, I'll shout out to Sunny Bactopia in the comments because she wants more grow questions answered. So I just picked a fun one for the Saturday show. Um, so this is uh, so much space for activities. And this is posted up by Do You Write Genetics. Wow. Guys, get on grows.com. Post question, man. Go take part of the community. Help some growers out. This is pretty uh, straightforward. Let's help out here. Greetings, DGC. I'm finally getting out of cultivating in tents and currently building out a separate veg and flower rooms in my basement. Very excited. I'll be working with a 9x7 flower and a 5x7 veg. Sweet. Here's the question. For those of you that have built your own grow rooms, what's something you wish you had or hadn't done in the construction of the rooms? Also, what is something you wish you would have added initially? I thought this would be a good conversation piece for this show since a lot of you have all grown in or in currently grow rooms versus tents. All right. Do you write a good genetics? Oh, it says see you at the cup, people. DGCCup.com. Get your tickets. They're on sale as you are hearing the words coming out of my mouth. Wow, um, this is a good Scotty, one, you've built dude. rooms. I've built two or three rooms. Uh, built rooms mean we're building. We're using sure. frames. Frames. I sound like such the carpenter. We're using frames. But that's Framing right. rooms. Two by four. Can't <laughs> believe they let me alone with this nail gun, man. They just let you rent them. They'll let anybody rent them. Mm-hmm. How I many of us have seen to terrible sh- to shoot nail the- gun accidents, man? I've seen somebody <laughs> shoot their uh, uh, nail through their hand and their foot. Not the different guys, different people, though, man. Was it as serious as that one guy on Happy Gilmore? Got shot. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, lethal weapon. Uh, they got. Yeah, and he kills a dude with the nail gun. Oh, he does. It was good shit, man. It was back when killing people was like something special. <laughs> it only happened a couple of times after, in a movie. Is that before or after they bombed the toilet? They, oh, dude, Lethal Weapons. Does that stand up? Does that still hold up? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Remember, there was a bomb on the toilet, right? He couldn't get off the toilet. Yeah. Come on. It was pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Hey, um, I would say either definitely I would use green board or even that Duroc is really cool, man. Green board is mold and mildew resistant if you're doing plywood. I'm sorry, if you're doing um, uh, drywall, very similar price to the, the regular drywall. And then I don't know that's uh, I don't know if I'd use that uh, stone board or whatever they call it. Uh but man, that shit is like bulletproof. You know, it's like what they use when they're doing, putting tile on bathrooms and stuff like that. Durock, I think it's called. Mm. That shit's way expensive. You're going to go through the trouble of painting the floors white? I've seen some people paint yeah. for reflection. Really? Definitely, man. Reflection is a big deal. A huge deal. You see how much is hitting the floor? Hopefully not that much, right? <laughs> I'm, I don't know if I'm going to go through that much. I mean, that, that paint to do it properly in a couple coats is a bit, it's just I don't want to say labor intensive. 
but I, mine, mine peeled off. I did my best, but it peeled off. I know for me, when I built my room, the thing, if I could have gone back in time and made sure that I gave myself is like redundant float valve. It's like when you build something nice and there's water contained in there, I didn't put a uh, overflow valve on my, and I flooded my room three times before I went and got one. It would have saved me so much time for a freaking $3 another valve. thing, man, a floor drain or some oh, kind of mine. I don't have yes. a floor drain, but my shit is tilted. So it'll go just the way it's sloped. It'll go out and then out out the door yeah. and then out the garage. I say factor in that you're going to forget. That's the sort of thing. It's like, I won't forget. It's like, you will forget. At some point, you're going to leave the water running. As dude can attest to, you don't want to see what happens when you leave the water running indoors. Everything on, even if you got a, a hose, man, you can still get a garden hose. You can get those little timers that you twirl, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, five minutes or whatever, just because when you go smoke a joint next door, you don't space, man. Oh, so <laughs> I'm going to take it over to uh, electrical, the coolest, not coolest. But when I built my final grow room, when I lived at Littleton House, I had my neighbor put on a sub panel. So I knew exactly how much power was going to be running. All the power I needed for the grow rooms, like for your veg and bloom, add up everything you're going to need. Then also add on more just in case you need to buy a bigger dehumidifier or you upsize your AC. And get a sub panel put in if you can, if you think you're going to be using that much watts, because otherwise it just is a really clean way to do it. Um, what do you, I mean, with LEDs these days, you might not. No, be you're so watts. right. You are so right. I was going to give you the family feud. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. Survey says sub panel. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think of that because that was one of the first things <laughs> the guy that gave me advice on how to build my grow room. He says, you're going to want a sub panel. You don't want to have to deal with all the juice going through one. And I would never recommend anyone to do their own electricity no. unless they're really confident. But just if you wanted to see if you have a room for a sub panel, uh, you need some kind of room in your power box. So uh, I've had 60 amp power boxes before in some you know super old apartment and there's 200 amp services. So uh, it does depend on what you have at your house, but you look for the dryer usually has a, uh, a, a big, uh, like a 50 amp circuit or at least a 30 amp circuit. But I think the dryer is a 50 amp. So if you wanted to, you can disconnect your dryer or just make sure you never ran your dryer and your grow room at the same time. Uh, and <laughs> have the means. Say it again. If you have the means, don't if you unless you're the only if you have like a spouse or a girlfriend or shared laundry, like I'd be the guy that'd be like, damn it, dude. You gotta plug it back in. Like it just makes it makes room for error if you have to yeah. share that outlet you're saying. Worst case scenario there is you're gonna blow the circuit breaker uh because it's attached to a 50 amp circuit. But um yeah, I mean an electrician, a friend or something like that that's an electrician or has knowledge of electricity, it's not that hard to run a 220 uh line, you know, properly sized 220 line uh over to another box, a sub panel, put that sub panel in there and have yourself some really nice power. You're not running extension cords all over the place. And even if you had a professional electrician do it. It's only going to, you know, it's going to cost you the price of the wire, probably the wire and panel, which is a couple hundred, a few hundred bucks, I bet, depending how big it is. And uh, a couple hours of the electrician's time. Are they allowed to show um, how to do shit like that on YouTube without like you ask the guy at Home Depot, man, don't you know, that's the American fucking way, man. The guy at Home Depot showed how to do it. Then he rented me the tool, man. 
Uh, thank you, DGC, in the comments here. We got Maestro, uh, Coach Steve chiming in, as well as Sonny and Victopia. So um, appreciate it, guys. Also, oh, here, I'll hit one. Why not? Sonny Bectopia, who suggested more growth talk, said insulation, which I like. Yes, have insulation in uh, between the studded walls. Outlets right. for power at counter height or higher, which is nice for mounting wall fans and shit. A lot of uh, framing with plenty of dead wood for hanging fans at different locations. Man, she's nailing it. Uh, multiple yeah. options for air to exhaust and intakes, easy water access and drainage. I like everything to be available to me when I want it, and I want to be able to adjust any plant size or type. I like wheels on everything. I love that's a good point, man. If, you're, if you have a res, get one of those 50 gal Rubbermaids with a wheel base. You can move it around really nice. Um, says, I love my tables that all drain into hoses that meet at a manifold and continue out the fucking shop on its own. So those I are some great tips. Bro looks like, man. I say sump pumps too. Sump pumps are your best friend. Get a couple sump pumps. If you, if you don't have a floor drain, get sump pumps with something to lead it somewhere. They always say electricity above the waist, water below. Gravity's your best friend when it comes to water, man. Yeah. Sump pumps was my secret weapon that, that made sure you always had a way that you could get water any direction you wanted it to go in an emergency. First lessons my dad taught me. Shit flows downhill. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing in my head because I talked to Sonia Bectopia the other day. She actually is a owner of a fat tire bike now. Um, to cruise around on where she was kind of bullshitting about like, what kind of bike do I think I need? And I'm like, what kind of activities are you going to be doing? She's like, I just want to bump around with the dogs on the, you know, I'm like fat tire bike could be cool. And then she started to disclose her outfit for the VIP party for the DDC cup. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but it's like, come on. Um, outfits encouraged for the DGC cup. If you guys want to, we're not stopping you. If you're a furry, come as a furry. You know what I'm saying, Scotty? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's another one of those upside down pineapple things, man. <laughs> uh, DGC Cup, guys, this is June 3rd. Tickets are on sale. Fort Collins, Colorado, coming out. Uh, buy your tickets now. Uh, get it ready to go. We're super stoked for this event. We already have a lot of things in place. And uh, yeah, we might even be having the VIP party at Ravendale's farm during a full moon, Scotty. Maybe, maybe. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I was just thinking, you know, like furries are proof that uh, sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. You've heard that saying before. Yeah. Right? You couldn't make that shit up if you tried. You're talking about, did you say fairies or furries? Furries. Furries, man. You're familiar okay, with the it. whole furry community, right? Fairies wear boots. What go <laughs> it's funny. I just listened to that. Man. Probably the best. One of my favorite Black Sabbath songs, man. <laughs> Sky's like mixing it's like furries wear boots. Furries wear boots. <laughs> furries wear boots, and you gotta believe. You know me. about the whole furry weird thing, right? Where they all Ooh. have sex in the costumes together, man. Of course. I I don't know. Sometimes ignorance. I don't think that's mandatory, Scotty. Yeah, you know what? Forget no. I said it. You're better off not knowing that shit, <laughs> man. You are. You're a better person not knowing that shit. Um. So. <laughs> Land Shark Genetics had a comment. It says, thoroughly confused as how all grow stores are suffering, but more people are growing more weed than ever before. So, yeah. more people Inter are growing webs, more weed man. than ever before. 
Amazon. Now, once you're not worried about ordering shit to your house, you know, you can have Fox Farm fucking uh, ocean forest bags delivered in front of your house from the UPS. Oh, here, here is your four plant grow kit, like labeled on the side. Yeah. You're like, cool. You know, but yeah, that's what it is. People used to go to grocery stores for anonymity. Remember, you'd borrow your friend's car and go to the grocery store. You went straight home from the grocery store? What are you, fucking nuts? I still try to give regular brick and mortar a chance, depending on what business it is. As far as uh, the other day, I needed a, um, I think it's called like a panel popper. It's for when you're taking your panels off your car doors uh, to get to the speakers and you like squeeze it and it will pop sure. out your clips. Sure. And it's like, here's how to get it online through Amazon link in the show, the YouTube description. It was a YouTuber. I was, you know, so I was like, okay, maybe I go check that out. And I suppose I'll follow the link and I'm probably helping him out a little bit. Or should I go to my local auto parts store and check the price there to see if it's even comparable. But by that time in my head, I'm like, you already just wasted a bunch of time, dude. Like <laughs> just order right. it, you know, this, the simplicity, but that sucks for gross stores when it's they, easy to fall into that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just they have to adjust their business model. A gross store got to be a place where you go to get really good grow information, where you go to hang out with the good growers, where you go hang out and get yourself some gross stickers, man. But where How you about meet other seeds growers and clones. Right? Mm, exactly, what incorporated that? Imagine having like an exchange there or just having clones available. Do banner to uh, Mountain Lion. Shout out to Mountain Lion. They do a good job, man. You go in there, it's like a neighborhood hang, right? Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, it's in this little town and it's kind of one of them places where you go and you chill and you see Mike or. Oh, wait, can I, can I get a cup of coffee or tea at Mountain Lion? Is that how they lure you in? If not, yeah, you should be able to. Wouldn't it be cool as fuck if you go out back and burn one with the guys too? Have them show you what they're growing and be like, yeah, you know what, man? Dude, I started using this UVA light. Come over here. Check it out, man. We got a couple in. 30-watt UVA light, man, blah, blah. You know, what? that's how That's how I think they'll stay, uh, they'll stay afloat. What about uh, over at Way to Grow's uh, first business model from uh, – shout out to Corey, uh, OG sponsor of the show. But his model's like, you know what? These guys will just keep coming if we put out as much candy as they want. All the time, like good candy. Oh yeah, like expensive when I first, candy. When I first had the recharge sticks, I was like, "Dude, you're not making any money on that candy. We'll take that. We'll put the recharge sticks there." And he got really serious, and he's like, "Don't fuck with my candy, man." <laughs> you know? they, eventually, they had to like. I, I think it was like an auditor. It's like you know, you're spending fifteen thousand dollars a year or something on yeah, candy. On candy, that's awesome, man. I worked there, man. It was always in front of me for a while. Think about that. Being like, oh, man, this is just here my whole fucking shift. I got to be good the whole time and smoke weed a lot. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was tough <laughs> at times. It was rough, Scotty. I bet, man. I bet, sir. Uh, what else is happening, man? You got... Uh... Can we just have a couple Are we laughs, discussing man. any of these social media just, memes? Just have a have a laugh with me or maybe even a hmm. But yeah, I put a few things that weren't exactly weed related, but I thought maybe it'd make us we can hang out Saturday morning and laugh a little bit, man. Uh what's this one, man? Do me a favor, man. Back legs only, Grambo. Mm. Which was I think that was that one. Yeah. Watch this. And you're gonna there you go, man. 
Yeah, it's chicken drumsticks. It's a bunch of chicken drumsticks, and it says bone-in skin on chicken drumsticks, and it says contains back legs only. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck does that mean? A chicken only has two legs. He's got wings and legs, man, right? <laughs> huh. Both what the fuck does that thighs. I don't know. It says chicken drumsticks contains back legs only. Legs. Oh, fucking! Is that what it means? No thighs. Okay, because hey, look what the the meme is just like. Scroll down if you would, Grandpa. <laughs> no, the, no, the picture. Oh, it's blocking it with the uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's, it's a we're not going to make it, are we? Like Terminator from from the kid from Terminator looking back and saying, "We're not going to make it, are we?" <laughs> People, I mean, God damn it. <laughs> Banner had to make sense of it in the end, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. He's the intellectual. Hey, this is one I just put on so Grambo could do his Irish accent, man. <laughs> it's from the New York Post, man. American cancer patient develops permanent Irish accent. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I gotta be honest. I need to read. Wait, wait, wait! Just thought it was awesome. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, we lose, dude, man. Do we lose the audio? Hey, losing you, dude. Well, if we're losing the dude, then please just do an Irish. You can do Scottish or Irish. What is it? <laughs> I always just do the. Uh, mine is. I make fun of the. Doc stocking two smoking barrels like hey you fucking like that you fucking got ass it's always it's hard to do it under pressure you know as a uh, comedian yes. why would I want to yes. perform under pressure Dude, people want to ask me they're like you never saw Snatch that was a good movie yeah Lock Stock and Snatch is like this, the unofficial sequel of Lock no. Stock yeah I ain't fucking sitting there working uh, to listen to that. people man yeah. you know I watch I barely watch movies that have proper English you know we got dude back uh, a, I, your kid is your kid's watching you better go you better go check on what's going on upstairs We're good is there a okay. sock on the door uh, <laughs> am i good Chad? uh you're okay man i think you're okay can you say am i good in a <laughs> irish accent Did you miss Grambo's Irish accent? I did not. I think I had a better. That should be good. To- <laughs> you are not, sir. You are not. Okay, you continue with the memes. You continue. Uh, this isn't a meme. This is like one of those news stories that I could probably make it relate to weed. Banner. Uh, Grambo, dude. Do you guys know what CRISPR is? Yeah. It's like a gene editing software or gene editing protocol. And it's like kind of, I, from what I'm to understand, it's pretty exact. They call it genetic scissors. Yeah. CRISPR is the, uh, is the acronym for the actual natural uh, way that your DNA edits itself. So we figured out a way to kind of manipulate because we don't have the sophistication to actually get in there and cut and paste all the things. So we control the things that already control it. And that's a call. So we didn't invent CRISPR. We learned to control CRISPR. That's the actual natural phenomenon in us that controls it. But it's like literally can be used to pop a powdery mildew 
Yep. You know, some kind of a plant susceptible or power. The problem is that we don't know we can edit them, but we don't know that like one gene turning off controls the history of something, what something farther down the line does. So right now we're in the process of using AI to map all of that sort of different things. So there's billions. If you change one thing, it changes it down the line. So if you put a trillion things in a row, it's it's so many things to keep in track of. But China. Yeah. Take it, dude. It's like Back to the Future. You don't mess with time like that shit. Go <laughs> back and change things. You can mess up the whole whatever time, whatever continuum type thing. For Listen sure. to the Back to the Future. Mm. Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy. This is CRISPR. I got one CRISPR co-creator. Uh, in 2023, sees mobilization of gene editing to develop, to develop crops that resist climate change as world food demand rises. What happens if you could take an indoor crop and make it uh, something that performs really well outdoors, something that can handle the rigors, whether it's powdery mildew or bud mold or whatever stress is going to get out there. Uh, if you can genetically alter it, that's crazy, right? It's come from a guy with a Randy Watson t-shirt on, so take it at will. <laughs> I, I, I get, part of me is I get when I get to I go to that ignorant, like if I don't fully understand it, it sketches me out a little bit. It makes me feel like they're messing with nature, but they have been. They are. Sometimes, I guess well, you messed. can understand this. Grambo, Grambo said it beautifully. I mean, it's very easy to understand. There's that genetic code and they're able to find out what, you know, what uh, uh, traits are you know what what genes are responsible for what traits they're able to cut it out and replace it with something else man yeah i was explaining to my ex about this about how having a kid it's like well she she's like i would never want to do anything like that it's like and tell her your kids the dumbest kid like in their class because right. they don't have the you didn't get the gene edit, so, yeah man. i mean we just said that about not letting our kid on the internet and now my kid knows how to use youtube as well as i do it's like braces for unborn kids man yeah. i don't like it as much as anybody i hate it as much as you do dude but Given do you hate it, it if I, they can clean things up genetically? Well, only because it just it seems like with the, the farther down the line we get, we uncover more problems. We solve five yeah. problems and we make six, yeah. and then we we solve twelve, but we make three, and that's always good. Things are getting better as we go, but yeah, but dude, we're also boomers. What do we know? You're just getting to know Grambo, dude. He's deep, man. He's a thinker. <laughs> you go home and you think, huh? Yeah, that's my big problem. See, I just stare at the wall, man. <laughs> Smoke some joints, man. Laugh. <laughs> my man. <laughs> yeah, I just think you're, you're messing with nature a bit. Some things yes. are, are definitely meant not to be perfect, perfect. or more sustainable or, or meant to completely die out or be a fail. Um, but what if you what if so, you get uh, uh, genetically modified? And I, I agree with you, man. You get things out of balance and out of control. But they're talking about being able to modify microbes to capture CO two, put carbon back into the soil, so you know you end up helping the global warming problem or the or the uh, CO two problem at least, and then pull that down into the soil and and help the uh, soil problem as well. That's pretty cool. Kind of hard to argue with that shit until it sucks all. The- <laughs> everything out of the air and we can't you know whatever the fuck secret you know hidden consequence is gonna be but it sounds cool I think I'm just on paper I think, I think i'm just putting my foot in my mouth anyway because i love bananas i'm like do whatever you got to do to keep the bananas going <laughs> right. i think probably involves some of this it, well, hell yeah it does <laughs> hell yeah it does 
It also makes me think of that old story from childhood where it's like, it's like, oh, I swallowed a fly. So then I swallowed a bee and then the bee, you know what I mean? And it's like one of the oldest stories I remember as a kid is like, don't throw shit after other shit because it just starts piling up. And so maybe, you know. It was a hardcore story, right? Because every time she goes, perhaps she'll die. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's hardcore. I forgot. Perhaps she'll die. Perhaps she'll die. See, people were fucking hardcore back then, right? They were real. My dad freaks me out for a minute. Maybe he's made me scratch my head when I was real young. And I'm like, what happens if you swallow an orange seed? And he's just right away. He's like, it ha- one of my, my coworkers at work, it's happened to their son. They had to eventually plant him in their yard. I'm like, what's going on? You forgot to tell me you were getting that. <sighs> messed me up for years. Uh, I was just young enough to think about it for a while. <laughs> I think I was like 14. Wow. I like that. That's what you're crisper. <laughs> it's like that's, that's how dude gets uh, human DNA in there, man. It's not the crystal well, works easier. I got to get on with the weekend, boys. I hope everybody had a good time hanging out. Uh, check out dudegrows.com forward slash support for uh, putting a smile on your face, helping fill some time in your day. And we'll be coming at you all week as well. You know how we do it. Spring break coming up. Warning spring break 2023. What's up? Yeah. Come on, DDC yeah. Maui. Where you at? Well, yeah, uh, I'll actually tease that on the next couple shows. But for real, though, spring break 2023, I'm going to leave it up to Scotty for a little bit. I'm going to bounce out of here for a couple weeks, hopefully. Nice. I'm going out to get the papers. The papers. <laughs> My man. Yeah, I, I feel like I have to do a disclaimer. When I say it's two weeks off for spring break, it's not two weeks on Maui necessarily. That place is fine. Man, it's like, dude, I guess you guys got the right to make everything this expensive since you're on the island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Dude, uh, don't even get spend- me started about expensive, man. New York, I went and laid a banner, you know, I'm a foodie, man. I was sending pictures to Banner. I don't normally do this, but I was sending pictures to him because I was eating this really awesome food. And so I went to an Italian, you know, Little Italy. They got fresh limoncello. It's this drink that I think it's vodka mixed with like lemon rinds and flavor, whatever. It's mm-hmm. flavored vodka. It's amazing. Very good. I go, oh, well, I have three shots. Three shots of them. How much do you think it was, dude? New York prices. I was going with like 30, 30. 48 it was $48 pre-tip for three shots, man. Oh, pre-tip. Here pre-tip, man. Yeah, there was a 16. Am I doing it right? $16. I go, how much were the shots? $16 each. I'm like, even for a player like me, man, you know, <laughs> a guy that they just saw my hat and they saw me lining up. Like, line See, when up, you dress you know? like that, people assume you have money. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Anyway, New York, oh. it's very expensive. It's crazy when you have to live in these uh, in places where I, a bargain beer was 12 bucks. <laughs> mm. All right. Stay hard, DDC. Thanks, Grambo, Banner, Scotty. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you this week. Hey, take her easy, dude. Ba- Banner, good hanging out, man. Grambo, go home and do some thinking, will you, man? Done. I'm going to borrow this hat. <laughs> yes. My thinking cup. I do. <laughs> Be good, all y'all. Yeah. Some people love.